0: Wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy. wop 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 wop.
1: we'd be recording i am yeah it already is oh good (laughs) (laughs) so welcome to another episode of the middleman podcast i'm ant i'm rob nice to see you again um (laughs) recording from rob's house (laughs) it's really not funny with two like white dudes (laughs) it's going about it go how are you what's what's news Oh, no, I've
0: just been working a fair bit.
1: Um, go, go, go. I'm making noise because I'm like moving the mic and get, adjusting just myself into the comfortable position. Getting, so... And then as soon as I get, oh, there it is. I <laughs> I had a dream last night mm-hmm. and I need to tell you about it. Go and for it. It's not going to be funny. Yep. But this morning when it happened, mm. I started just, I woke up pissing myself laughing. Right. Properly in tears. Can you remember your dreams? Well, that's why I wrote it down as soon as right. I possibly could because I didn't want to forget it because it was so. Outrageously stupid And I was laughing so hard at it And Tegan was like What are you doing What the hell are you talking what about the hell are you-? So okay So I'll, I, I wrote this list mm-hmm. Set the scene I'm seated in the middle row Of a comedy gig Right Right. And You're watching We're watching a comedy gig, gig right. And we're waiting for Will Ferrell To come out and start talking Not right? known for his stand-up comedy But yep Well he was back in the 90s Anyway so it's, t- it's taking forever to get back and everyone's like murmuring, where the hell is this guy? What's mm. going on? So anyway, I get up and I walk backstage yep. to try and find Will Ferrell, right? Mm-hmm. And I found him and he's ages away. Like oh, He's like ages and ages and ages away and he's like, won't be long, man. I've just brought a few of my friends on stage and I'm like, what the hell? Anyway, so hundreds and hundreds and hun- I look behind him, hundreds and hundreds of monkeys start sprinting towards the stage mm-hmm. and I freak out and I run back to the crowd, and I'm like, guys, 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 guys. So many, so many chimps are coming out. So many chimps. So Will Ferrell chimps. stars in so many chimps. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, David Spade is 100 <laughs> so chimps in Will Ferrell's shut new up, movie. This is my anyway. So, um, so I go. <laughs> there's so many chimps coming. And then like one guy in the crowd yells up and he goes, yeah, I love chips. And everyone in the crowd starts sprinting towards the stage. And I'm like, no, 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 not chips. Chips!" And then anyway, um, uh, everyone starts getting attacked. And, um, and then there's just like so much death. But I thought that was really funny at yeah. <laughs> four o'clock this morning. So I'm like, so, no, 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 not chips, chimps. And then that was the whole story. And I'm so glad I said it out loud right oh, now. Oh, man. Uh, a psychologist would have a field
0: <laughs> day with that one. Could, could They could really break down that what that dream <laughs> what symbolizes.
1: Kind of, you get ones like your teeth are falling out and it means your are or something. are awful. Like. I've <laughs> had those before. They are the worst What were your dream. teeth falling out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just wake up in
0: pure like you're like oh my god ah, my teeth are ah, my teeth my teeth my teeth yeah no no that. they literally just like fall
1: out like yeah like they like you, they are corn coming out. kernels yeah. Ugh, it's awful yeah 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 but that arc uh, well
0: see I'm terrible with dreams I can't like terrible. I don't know I've got about five seconds of memory so like if I have a bad dream I will like wake up be like bah, that was I mean, a bad dream uh, <laughs> but,
1: but why was it a bad dream <laughs> why was it a bad dream immediately back cool. to sleep yeah.
0: Oh, I'm so mad at you. Why? What did I do? I blame... You. Oh. So, you know how we were talking about ASOS the other day? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Where's this going? Okay, so I hadn't bought anything from ASOS in probably two or three years. I and I after you, you were it. like, oh, I got this stuff from ASOS and like, you know, it's really good and like returning. These, I was like, oh, okay, I'll have a look. I'll have a look. And I was like, you know what? I need some new like work shoes, like some just some like boots and stuff like that. What happened? So I'm a size thirteen shoe, right? Yeah, I'm a very big shoe. Is that
1: UK or American? I
0: don't know. Whatever the normal Australian
1: is. So Australia, no, no, no. We go by US, don't we? No, we don't. We go by UK, and then so there's three sizes. Which fuck you, right? There's US, which is I'm okay. So I'm a eleven US, which means I'm a ten UK. Yeah, which means I'm a forty four EU. Yeah. Which is what we use in Australia. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, I know the... Yeah, because so I'm, I'm like a 46, get, 48 I think ASOS EU. uses American, even though
0: they're a UK brand. Okay. Doesn't matter. What happened? So, I bought size 13 shoes, right? Yeah. They're the biggest things in the world. Like, they're half the size of the moon. I've got at <laughs> least an inch and a half spare. Just put some socks in the end of it. You'll be right. I... I'm gonna go grab this go, shoe go, go, and grab- put it on my foot and
1: show you how much space there <laughs> is in this fucking. Clown Are you gonna shoe. take them back though? Hey, Are you gonna ta- use the utilize the taking back system? You know I'm not going to. Well, just do it. Where's your post office for me? Hang on, go get the shoes. That's the biggest thing I've ever seen.
0: That is not a 14 UK. That's like a 16. That thing is huge.
1: That's enormous.
0: Did I buy shoes specifically made for NBA players? Like
1: I don't know. These would struggle to fit LeBron. Uh, it, these are enormous.
0: They're the biggest and I bought goddamn three pairs of shoes.
1: You got three pairs of shoes. Yeah. See, shoes are a risky thing. Like you can always if a shirt's too big, you can always get away with wearing it. But if a shoes too big, you cannot get away with wearing I know, it. You and trip up go this
0: Goddamn rigmarole of sending shoes back. It's not that hard. Did you keep the shoe boxes?
1: Yeah, they're just behind you.
0: Well then just put them in the shoe boxes and take them down to the post office. But I don't have the I what what little slip thing are you talking about to send so it back. So
1: it's on the actual app itself. Actually, oh, after we finish okay. recording you, you go in so there you say I need to return something. You say there's a little section, little tab that says yeah. returns. And then it and then it, you you go through your recent purchases and then you basically punch in which ones you want to return and then you have to just send it in one thing. Shoes going to be a bit harder cuz it's a um, big package. Yeah, it's going to
0: cost me like 40 bucks in fucking shipping cuz so, cuz those things are like medicine balls. I know you'd probably
1: need that's fucked. That's enormous. I'm going to have to send them on some sort of like shipping container. And it says they're on the inside not, they're made in India, but they've been shipped from the UK. These have done more travel around the world than I have. I refuse to believe that any Indian's foot is that big. That's stunningly huge.
0: It's completely absurd.
1: I still don't see how this is my fault.
0: Because if you hadn't spoken about how good ASOS is, then I wouldn't have bought them. Why wouldn't you just go to a shop and buy shoes?
1: See, I'm not going to buy shoes on online. Oh, actually, that's a lie. I because bought my last gold shoes cheap. online. I'm cheap. I'm cheap. Take them down. Go down to, like, the local basketball court and find some gentlemen who might want a pair of shoes. And sell them for a good markup price. Mm, $7,000. Because, I mean, like, someone with big shoes is probably going to buy that because they don't find shoes in their size that often. So I had a weird experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I play in a band called the Bonnie Dunes. No way! Uh, Anyway, so I play the keyboard and I play the guitar. Anyway, not important. The important part is we usually play a bunch of gigs. play the keyboard. I know, like a buffoon. The least rock and roll of all the instruments. Could be worse, could be a guitar.
0: Nah, it's still pretty rock and roll. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, I suck. Anyway, so um, (laughs) we usually play like two gigs a month. Yeah. uh, All around Brisbane, like... It's fine. No worries. Yeah. And it's like indie rock, surf rock. So, you know, um, crowd, we usually used to a crowd being up and about. Anyway, so COVID's put like a, a big pause on us playing music a bunch, but we ended up playing a gig the other day and everyone was seated.
0: Ew. Yeah. Like a Michael Bublé concert. Yeah. Like
1: an Andre Rieu concert. <laughs> <laughs> so we play like surf rock, right? <laughs> I knew that the vibe was going to be because there was actually two gigs happening in the same venue. One was inside, one was outside. Yeah, and the f- we we had to walk past the inside gig to get back to our uh, outside outside stage to do sound check. Mm. And so I walked past, and there was a metal band playing inside the bright side. Right?
0: Were they sitting down too?
1: Everyone was sitting down. Bro, it was so weird. The ma- energy just did not match on stage what it did on the on in the crowd. Like was someone ha- like holding binoculars on a stick? Opera gla- opera yeah goggles. opera goggles opera glasses. And it was just so fucking weird, but to be fair got around it i when we were watching the other bands play i very much got around it i was like just sitting down drinking my hand i don't have to jump around i don't have to see look over anyone it's certainly
0: not as exhausting that's for sure
1: like yeah i and i've seen like just sort of i've seen photos of there was like a festival in the uk mm. and they were like gated off sections with seats and i was like i i could get around I that i could get around that actually <laughs> yeah, around that. actually
0: the more i think about it the more i'm like yeah you know what I'd be so happy just like sitting down, just sort of like, ah, ah, Tame Impala, go, go Kanye, go Go Kanye, Kanye. you go Kanye, I'll, I'll just do one of these, yeah, um, well that's like, you know, like the, the really big, um, like artists that come and play and they play out at, um, like the entertainment center or, the entertainment at, what's that, Burndall? No, where's that at? Burndall. Burndall, Yeah. And, like, because that's all seating except for, like, the the right front down part. at the front. Yeah. Um, so, I mean,
1: I've, I've seen, like, Coldplay Suncorp. But, like, everyone...
0: But everyone like, yeah, and same with Suncorp. But it's, like, everyone ends up standing up the whole time. Yeah. I've never been to one of those big gigs because I'm not really that big into music. But I would definitely, if I was, like, at Suncorp, I would be, like, yelling at people in front of me, being, like, sit down. Get out. Because I don't want to stand
1: up. No, because if you stand up, no one can see over you. Exactly. I can't see Nickelback playing, so... <laughs> I mean, it's not that you can't see Nickelback playing; it's that you shouldn't don't want to see yeah. Nickelback. Uh, you know, I've seen like Coldplay and stuff live, and U two and um, see U two. I could be like, bon yeah, like, uh, U two. I could be like,
0: yeah, I, you, I can see sitting. D- yeah, sorry, sitting down for them. Yeah, um, Coldplay. Yeah, you, you probably don't need to be standing up to like rock out to Coldplay. They're, no. they're pretty. They're pretty slow and chill.
1: No, see my, my auntie goes to a lot of ACDC.
0: I, I don't think I I would be much of a sitting down kind of. No, I, you need to be standing up for ACDC. Um, well, unless you're like seventy five years old, because that's
1: how well old that they that's are. that's like, the thing. My, they're getting wheeled out on wheelchairs at this point. <laughs> my my, uh, my auntie always goes to like big concerts that are on in Brisbane. So yeah. every time like a big band like Bon Jovi or Coldplay or Pink or whatever is is in Brisbane, she'll go and watch them, mm. and she always asks us if we want to get a ticket as well, and it's. She always gets the seating ones because you know she's in her fifties. Yeah, um, she's fit as a fiddle, but like they're not going to stand up for three hours. Or yeah, watch it screw that. So like I, I've had the best concerts ever, just sitting back in the chair at Suncorp, just watching watching, Pink. watching Coldplay jam out with Yellow. And I'm like, yeah, I can get We're around this. Yellow. But the music we play is more like more uh, jumpy, dancey stuff, and it's just weird watching. Um, but it was, and I felt the oh, yeah, second. It feels like you're at a school recital. Yeah, it was. It, it feels
0: like you're playing the trumpet in grade at, in grade six at, at the, a talent show. Yeah. <laughs> it was bizarre. Oh. Are you wearing two shirts right now? No, no, I'm wearing, it's one shirt that looks like it's It's a, it's a T-shirt covered by a long sleeve shirt. I actually got this as a, if you say Azos, I'm going to throw something at you. <laughs> Teagan got me this
1: as a, not a present, but it was a costume. We dressed up as, uh, as Chucky and Bride of Chucky and this is my Chucky shirt.
0: Oh yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I thought uh, you were talking about Chucky from Rugrats for a second. And I I'm gonna be like, "That's uh, uh-huh. she, has she ever seen <laughs> yeah. the show?" No, that's not. That doesn't look no, like Chucky Chucky
1: yet. and Bride of Chucky. Right? Yeah, no, no, no yeah, no, no, I get it. So I noticed you've um, I noticed you've got some bruises and cuts and stuff all over you. Yes. Do you want to talk about that? Because I've got I've got something that I want to talk about that's in relation to this. Oh, it's just from football training. So you football? Yeah. American football. Yeah. You're 25. Mm. After a training 24. session, 24. You're not 25 yet. After a training session, are you because it's not like elite sport? Mm. So I'm guessing you don't really go through the same warm down process. <laughs> jump in the ice bath. Yeah, like, no, not it's not quite the same. It's get back in your car and drive. up. It's drive up. <laughs> Do you get really sore and really like?
0: Um Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, training sessions are fifty fifty because it depends. Like, what you're doing. Sometimes it's a more physical training session than not. Like last, like this this morning, I'm quite sore because it was yeah. a pretty physical one. But the games are pretty. The games are pretty brutal. Yeah. Like that being said, we do sometimes have like ice baths and stuff after it. So it's not like awful, awful. The worst part is though, cause I'm like, I'm a nurse and I do shift work. There's been many, many a time where I've had to go from a game to like a Straight night shift. Work. To like a night shift. So I'm sitting there at like three in the morning being like, <laughs> uh, everything hurts. I, I bring this up. That's also after having driven like, I don't know, like an hour and a half
1: from to the get Sunshine there the Coast. First, yeah. I bring this up because like, I'm starting back cricket season Mm. now and we're doing like two training sessions a week and then known
0: for it for its physicality.
1: Well, no, it's it's less about that. It's more about the length of the training session. So Mm. what we do is, um, is a lot of like, uh, just a lot of running, a lot of throwing, uh, diving around catches and stuff like that. It's not, it's not physically demanding at all. Mm. When I was a kid and we were doing like AFL training and stuff like that, it was like nothing. You just brush it off. Who cares? And stuff. I'm getting to that stage now. I think, I think, where I pull up really sore and it's stuff that I don't, yeah, I don't think is that physically demanding. Like, realistically, though, like, when you think about, like, sports as a
0: child, you're sort of like, oh, yeah, like, you know, it was kind of the same. If you watch a kid's game of sports now. It's garbage. Yeah, it, it's like, you know, it it's not physical in any way. No. Like there might be like three tackles a game. Mm. Like It's just particularly because like we played AFL and stuff like that. Yeah. It was like, it was like as like,
1: soon as someone lets go of the ball, you let go of the person. Yeah. Um, or
0: it's like, you know, if you watch like, you know, kids rugby, they'll run at each other, but then they both slow down to a, basically a walk and then it's a bear hug and they go to the ground. Like yeah. It's not
1: not huge hits. You're not getting hit at full speed yeah, like yeah, you do yeah. in adult sports. Um, <laughs> no, that's the thing is like, I, you know, I, I at, at training, we do this thing called high catches where basically you stand 50 metres away. And someone hits the ball up really high and you basically run under it and try and catch it. Um, It is kid stuff, but it's it's hard to do at night. But the other thing is as well, the ball like will go somewhere and you have to go and get it. Yes. So I, as in uh, my role at the club, I'm like one of the captains. You got to put in a training. Shut up, Dickhead. You, uh, you got to put in a training, right? You got to make sure that the guys are the younger than you are. Uh, a, you only get out what you put in. Nutri grain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I kind of feel like I have the obligation to fucking go hard at training. Yes. And like a ball go up and I. What a fucking hero. I'm known to dive what around a the hero. place. I know, I'm a hero. I'm an absolute. But. Absolute. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Let me get my breath. Grassroots hero. Um, so a few years ago, you know, when I'm 18, 19, I'm diving around. Who cares, right? Yeah. Doesn't matter. You land weird, who cares? Get a bruise, whatever. Yeah. I, on Tuesday night, one went up and I did a diving catch and rolled around and stuff. And I sat on the ground and I laid there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't fucking oh, move. Man. But
0: I don't know. There's something weird about sports where it's like, you know, like you, you run and like make a big dive for a catch and you're like, oh, you're like, it, it hurts, but you sort of like, you brush it off. Yeah, it was like, it's Like you walk. If I walked outside right now, ran full speed and just <laughs> dived onto the ground, I... I I don't know. I think I'd have it to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. Like I'd, I'd be just sitting there like
1: <gasps> yeah,
0: winded, like well, out of. Like <laughs> well, I brought it up the other I it's have It's weird how the context suddenly changes and your body's like, oh no, I can
1: accept this. I can land on my yeah. front. Um, I, I brought it up the other day. I have that thing at home where I throw the yeah. ball and it comes back. I put a dive in on that thing at home and I'm, it, I don't it. want to dive for it. Yeah. Well, I can't bring myself to dive yeah, across no, the lawn you, you for can't. it. Yeah, you can't work yourself But at training, it. I'll throw myself across all over the place. But I'm, I'm my whole point is I'm feeling it now, mm. I think. And after a game, I've played a couple of games. of um, I've trained a little bit for golf in the morning. Mm. I spend the whole rest of the day just sore. Yeah. Because I'm not warming down properly because I just never... Yeah, you just, to, sort, of, you just sort of walk off and you're like, all right, it yeah, wants be beer. That'll do. <sighs> Fucking feeling it. Feeling yeah. every part of my age right now. Mm. It's going to get worse.
0: Yeah, like my, my shoulders are killing me. Yeah, yeah. that... And, and, an elbow, and my elbow. And elbow doesn't <laughs> my look great. Elbow's right. killing me as well. Good God. <laughs> but I also kind of need it. Like, I don't know what I'd do without sports. Oh, it's
1: the only, act, it's the only real exercise I enjoy doing is, is that kind of stuff. I wouldn't... I mean, like it's good It's good having my dogs for that. They, they force me to get out of the house and go for a run. Mm. Speaking of that, though, <laughs> here's a tangent. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you know this, because how many times have you taken your dog to a dog park? Many. Many? Yeah. Okay. Do you go like peak hour? Uh,
0: Yeah. We've been, sometimes we'll go peak hour, sometimes not.
1: I want to pose a question to you. Yeah. And I want an honest answer. Okay. Are dog owners and people who go to dog parks, Mm. are they all part of a cult? Possibly. They're the weirdest people ever, man. There are some weirdos, definitely. Like, um, I brought Charlie in the other day, and Charlie's a Sharpay cross Staffy, mm. and she looks like a Sharpay. Someone yeah. will come up to her immediately within coming in. Oh, my God, has she got a little bit of Sharpay in her? Oh, my God, you don't really see that around here. Is it really weird with their skin and stuff like that? I'm like, can you just fucking back off from my dog, please?
0: Yeah, yeah, there are definitely some... <coughs> sorry, there are definitely some weirdos at dog parks. Mm. Like, because... Look, I'm, I'm a dog person through and through. But yeah, same. But I'm not a... Dog people are like hardcore dog people. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's the same with any sort of animal people. I mean, realistically. It's only horse re- There's only really dog people, cat people. Horse, horse people. people. but everyone accepts... Everyone in the in the animal world except that horse people are weirdos. Then this? there's like bird people, and they're also like a little bit unhinged. Who
1: have a, like a parrot.
0: Yeah, or like lots of birds. And you're mm. like, oh, how many birds do you have? They're like, oh, well, 37. Yeah, and it's like, oh... It's a oh. lot of birds. It's like, what? What about that bird? It's like, yeah, I just got this bird. Um, it's like, y- you know, the cockatoos live like eighty years. Like that bird's gonna outlive you. Like, you know that, right? <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, I that's just okay. bequeath it to my family. Yeah, I know. I, like, don't I couldn't want your I, bird. I, I couldn't imagine anything worse than getting from like one of my parents like a bird that's been alive for forty years. I'd let like, it go. That's that I'd is my it, worst nightmare. I'd open the door. I that
1: I do not support birds in any way. I've got two birds actually at home. I forget about this because I don't care about them. Mm. Um, The yellow one, Liz Lemon, its name is sure, has been alive for I think ninety years. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how old this thing is. Birds live these like ridiculously long lives, and it just won't die. And I feel so bad for it because it's in a cage all day. Yeah, what what do you do? Yeah, I I don't know. I don't get. I don't get like. But yeah, unless you unless it's like oh this
0: is my pet eagle or falcon, it's yeah. like okay that's cool. Yeah, this because is my like a predator. California condor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like a vulture. Like yeah. if I could have a pet vulture, I'd probably be okay with yeah, it. Or people like would an probably concede that you like were weird. Like emu as well. cassowary, something big like that. Yeah, maybe cassowaries
1: are the they're the most evil, badass thing on the planet. They're the most evil birds in the world. <laughs> the most evil animal on the yeah. planet.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think to we'll, go back though, dog people they're a little bit weird. <laughs> What's your
1: worst claim to fame? I mean, I know what mine is. Go for it. My worst claim to fame. Yeah, I think you know what my worst claim to fame is.
0: Oh, that's (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I forgot you're on the voice. That's That's why I went on the voice. I completely forgot that you're on the voice. Like a
1: fuckwit. If you (laughs) if you listen, I didn't. My sister signed me up to do it. If you're listening to this. Just Google Tony Trimboli, The Voice, and you'll see me get shut down by Kelly Rowland and Joe Jonas and, and Boy, Boy George. George, Delta yeah. the fucking bitch, Goodrum. Um, That's my word. Yeah, I forgot about friend. that. I completely yeah. forgot thanks about for, that. Thanks for bringing that up. I yeah, haven't spoken no, about that <laughs> <laughs> to my therapist. <laughs> That's all right. That was on Family Feud, so.
0: Oh my God, you were too. <laughs>
1: no, what was that like? Because like, it's Family Feud. See, The Voice and Family Feud are very different. Yeah. If definitely. you watch someone on The Voice, you If you can sing, you're like, oh, I can sing better than that. If you can't, then you're like, oh, well, that person tried their best. On Family Feud, if you ever watch Family Feud or any quiz show like that, mm. you sit there and you go, like, you don't have that pressure on you. So, I, like, something will come up. You don't have I'll, that pressure on you, but you do sit there and go, oh, the, I Eiffel, know
0: the, the Eiffel Tower. It's like, oh man, I could absolutely nail this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's
1: the whole thing. You watch any quiz show. Like I watch uh, 8 Out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always like get it straight away and mm. like I try and get the biggest word and do the, the maths and shit. Mm. And I'm like, I don't understand how it's this hard. But Family Feud, like it's another it, one. It you is watch kind it, of that hard. You watch it and you go, I could do that easily. But I think because I, I did go on The Voice and I understand yeah. how much pressure is involved with being on live TV or TV that's getting filmed in mm. general. And I watched your episode and you guys were, were, were fucking stupid. Well, we won the first. You won it. We won. Like, but we, I mean, like, we, we were on for two, like two consecutive yeah, episodes. But we were all like, but but I, but I was like, I know these people and I know like how, I just don't think it'd be. You know, the weirdest part
0: is, cause like when you, like when you go through the whole thing, they're like. How did that come about? Can we talk about that? I don't know. I think my cousin, Eloise. Was it applied Was it Yeah, Eloise yeah, right. applied for it. And then we, she was just sort of like, Hey, we got in like. I like I've got who, was, who, who wants it? to it go you, Lachlan and Sean Lachlan yeah and Sean um and so like you have to go and like we went to I don't know they had like a big interviewing thing where
1: like they not have to prove you're not psychopath not
0: interview but it was kind of like you, you you went and there was like I don't know 150 people at some hotel in Brisbane where it was like you do like a practice round and they would see how sort of like your dynamic how you, how was you or go stuff yeah. like that
1: if but, you're t- if you're personable for tv
0: exactly yeah but during that thing you you know how they say like we polled 100 people yeah those are the 100 people they poll so at those like yeah, big group okay. interviews that that's where they give you like a whole bunch of questions and answers yeah right and so the thing is because Lachlan and I are jackasses we put all these stupid answers <laughs> in some of them and so yeah because I have met both of you and you're both we are both jackasses yeah yeah basically so, <laughs> you psych yourself out and you go, okay, this is what I would say to all of these, but you have to, like, think about, like, lowest What would com- Eloise say? <laughs> yeah, or, like, lowest common denominator, or, like, what would... A, stup- a layman. Like, what, what would a stupid person think about this? Yeah. Or what would, like, you know, a bogan or something like that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...think as a response to this answer. Yeah. And, like, you psych yourself out because everyone has watched that show and been like, huh? I could do this. Like... Uh, salad tongs why the hell would someone answer salad tongs to what's going to be in your kitchen drawer it's like you know it's going to be knives forks spoon yeah exactly like you know we we stuff go, like we, that we should go on we just did really really well yeah and so you do psych yourself out because you get those like weird like you know two people answered the same bizarre answer yeah and it, and it like messes with your brain um But, (laughs) I mean, honestly, it was quite fun. Grant Daniel is tiny. Um, He's a
1: small man. He's,
0: like, one of the smallest human beings in the world. Compared to, like, I'm five foot eight. Oh, he's tiny. You know what the the other part is? And it's like, it doesn't surprise you when you think about it with television. Because it's like, when you answer.
1: on meter sixty-four.
0: I meet it. That's pretty short. That's, that's really short.
1: Tiny. Yeah, that's really,
0: really short. Like I'm. <laughs> you're like one eighty three or something. Aren't no, you? I, oh,
1: I wish that's six foot. I'm one seventy. Once. No, you're tall one seventy. Surely. No. Oh, okay. My driver's license says one seventy two, and that is a lie. All <laughs> oh, right.
0: <laughs> um. But like, yeah, what I was saying, like, it doesn't surprise you with television. You know, when it's like someone says the answer, it's like, you know, name a mode of transportation, and you go, car. And it goes ding and it comes up immediately on TV. When in the actual show, it goes to a panel of people to see if like your answer is close enough to accept to something. Yeah. So there was, so there was. I'll give you an example of one <laughs> where even I admit there's no way I should have gotten the points for this. It was like, name something you do on your knees. And it's like, you know, they give you like a purposely provocative one because you're going to say, you're going to immediately think blow blowjobs. Job. Yeah. But you're not going to say that because it's family friendly television. Um, but I was like, uh, I don't know, like digging, like, you know, with like a hand trowel. And it was like, I'm not kidding, probably a minute and a half of just like pure silence of deliberation. And it just came up with ding, gardening
1: (laughs) and I was like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) was praying on that. Yeah, praying was
1: the first one I think. Yeah, right. Um, the complete opposite of giving a yeah, play job. Yeah, yeah. It
0: was like praying, uh, like playing, like you know, playing with toys yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, I was gonna,
1: I was gonna ask about that because when I, my experience with it was, there was so much B-roll and so much filming and so much stuff that that you do, uh, and they only show a little bit of it on the voice. On the voice. Yeah. So on the voice, on the voice, it was ninety seconds of singing. Mm. Which was they showed all of that, mm-hmm. but beforehand, there's this whole thing where you walk up, and the other thing as well is, so they should, talk to you beforehand when you're backstage. They talk to you. Like, they talk to you backstage. I'm doing this with my grandmother who has butt yeah. cancer. Yeah, it's
0: like, <sighs> every single person's grandma
1: has butt cancer. <laughs> every single person's butt. That's why I didn't go through on the voice because I didn't have a tragic. You didn't, yeah, you didn't have a tragic background. story Um, besides your heinous looks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's there's so much stuff that happens, right? Um, I'll tell you my weird experience with it as well. Mm. But, um, and then after after you finish singing, they talk to you for ages, mm. right? They speak to you for fucking ages. I reckon it was about 20 minutes of talking to the judges it's afterwards. Easy. And they only show maybe 30 seconds of that. Yeah. And what it, that's what psyched me out, I think, because I was standing backstage waiting to go on and there's this big red door. And you stand behind that and you st- the only person, the only other person in this whole room is like the um, the tech who stands next to you and has his iPad and he tells you, okay, you're going on in 30 seconds or whatever. Yeah. And he calls you over and he goes, all right, cool. Just wait here on standby. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be like a minute max. Half an hour. No, I was going to say. I were, stood there with my like guitar st- on my and I was <coughs> shitting bricks. And I don't usually get nervous on stage. I've like played on heaps on stage in front of heaps of people. But like I just – it was waiting behind that door. It just did my head. And I don't think I've ever felt my heart beat that quickly before. And then as soon – and then he didn't even say anything. He just goes, okay, good. You ready to go? go? And right now. And the door opens and then you walk out. And I don't know if you've ever seen The Voice, you know that um, the judges are sitting in front of you and they call them the coaches because judges is like a bad term. Uh, they're, They're sitting in front of you and it looks like on TV they're sitting ages away. Yeah. In real life, man they're from me to you away in oh, front yeah, of you. Yeah, they're close. It's probably three meters mm. and that's terrifying. You see the side of like boy George's chair. boy George's hat and you're yeah, just like poking out from the side of the chair. <laughs> <It's> enormous, <laughs> enormous. Um, Oh, I wonder who's in that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Or Kelly Rowland's like hair popping yeah. out the side and you're just like, God, that's they're sitting right there. Or Delta Goodrum's heinous ego oh, poking God, out the side of the chair. Space really. Uh, that was the bit that, that, um, that wigged me out. But, the thing that the other thing was, so we filmed it on, let's say we filmed it on a Sunday, right? The mm. me actually singing part. The Tuesday before that, we fl- I flew down to Sydney by myself yeah. from Brisbane and we did like a, a, a stage test, and um, that's where you do your B roll filming and stuff. So you go through this like lengthy process of trying to find what outfit you're going to wear and stuff like that. Um, they did the same thing with like, yeah, like you have to bring in like, 10 different sets of clothes. And we're going to pick the best one. Yeah. yeah we'll yeah, pick yeah. the
0: best one. We will, you have to wear them all on the camera to see whether they, if will it like, works, it'll like look sketchy on TV and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. It's, what they did with me was they go, they, you get three outfits and then they, they send them all photos. And then they say, this is the outfit you're going to wear. And then you go on the Tuesday and you do all your B roll film. So you know, the, the, you know, the, on the voice where you do the, that you see the shot of them walking down the hall yeah. to go to the door. And then That's all done like a week before. That's all done a week before. Yeah. So you do all that. You walk down the hallway. You, know, you do the whole pensive looking into the distance thing, uh, all that kind of stuff on the day, on the Tuesday, right? And then they do, to keep it for continuity purposes, they keep your clothes. So, ah, no one told me this. So you <laughs> so had no clothing. So they go, we have to keep your shirt, your jeans, even your underwear, um, your socks and your shoes. Yeah. Because it needs to all be exactly the same The way. exact same, yeah. And then they, what they do as well is just they sit you in the hair and makeup chair and they take a hundred photos of your hair mm. and your face and all that kind of stuff uh, because it has to look exactly the same. So they, they take photos of it all. And then on the, the Sunday the next day mm. when you fly back, you sit in a chair for an hour and you have a guy looking at an iPad and then there's a hairstylist. And they're like propping your hair up in this little Doing section the and, same way. and all this kind of stuff. And like they even have someone to come and cut the hair if you've grown it that If it's much. grown a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, yeah. So all that kind of stuff. And then like, you know. It's I, a crazy amount of effort for them to just be like on stage.
0: Ah, no, you're not very good. See ya. On, yeah, literally <laughs> on stage for 30 seconds. Yeah. Man. No.
1: It's insane. <sighs> the effort yeah. that goes into it. Uh, stupid though.
0: Yeah. On the opposite end of the spectrum, my dad was on Who Dares Wins. Do you know that when? when? Oh, I don't know. Back when Who dares wins was on <laughs> like television, in the, like in 70s? the nineties. <laughs> like, was he? Yeah. Good God. He was. It was one of the street ones where it was like, "Would you do something for? Like, will you do X for a hundred dollars?" What did would you do like, it for a? Oh, what was by? it? It
1: was um. How did you find that out? He told me about. It. He had a shirt. He he got a, he had a Who dares wins shirt. For was that his, years. Was that his like classic dad gardening shirt?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was what he would mow in all the time. Yeah. It yeah. was either that or like a QFES. Yeah. Um, you know, one of his 10,000 shirts that he had. Um, yeah. What was it? It was, it wasn't like a gross, like eating one or anything like that. It was like, would you jump off the building into like a foam pit or something like that? And like, dad was just like walking down the street and he's like, okay. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Well, I no. mean, your dad has no fear. I wish I could, <laughs> I wish who dares wins was on like Stan or something like that. And we could go, go back and watch old episodes. So, <laughs> You know when you just you stumble into a video that has absolutely no context, no answers at the conclusion of the video, and it just leaves you to have more questions than answers possibly ever, like you could ever possibly imagine. Before
1: you started the video, you didn't care. Yeah, but and now now I you need have all context. the answers, yeah.
0: yeah. So it's a video of I don't know exactly. It looks like some sort of Asian country. A man is walking down the street. A cat comes flying out of nowhere at the speed of sound hits a man in the head. The man gets knocked clean out by this cat and his dog walks up wearing shoes, then walks off with the cat. I don't know if it was an organized hit. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) if this is some sort of television
1: skit. Do you think it's the dog, the dog's way of telling the dude to not put him in shoes? I don't know. Could have been anything. Have you got, did you save the video? I've just been throwing the phone. <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> I'll start. It's got 507 views on mm. YouTube and it's called rare footage hyphen a man knocked out by a cat and a dog with shoes. <laughs> 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 this cat just dropped out of the sky. Sc- the cat comes out of nowhere. <laughs> just bounces him on the noggin. and he Like he's knocked clean and he's, out. He's nearly dead at this point. My favorite part about this whole video is um, not the dog wearing shoes and not the cat falling out of the sky. It's the fact that it's shot on like a CCTV footage and then it's being filmed by a phone and there's a guy pointing, like, at the different elements in the video. Yeah. Look, like, there's the cat. This is where the cat is. There's the this dog is where in the, the shoes. This, and
0: this is, is the man that's been knocked this out. This is
1: where the dead guy is.
0: Also, a concerning lack of concern for
1: the man who's just been killed <laughs> with a cat to the back of the head. <laughs> it's not a good way to go. No. Go up to St. Peter the Actually, day, no. Like, how did,
0: that's how a great way to go. Wouldn't you much rather your kids have, like, a good anecdote for your death rather than be like, how did he go? It's like, oh, you know, heart disease. And it's like, oh, okay. How did he go out? Well, there was a cat that was flying well, from space. I think it was some sort of cosmonaut <laughs> re-entering orbit. He was taking his dog, you know, Boopsie, who
1: famously wore shoes all the time <laughs> for Do- a walk. Was sponsored by Doc Martens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it just, it hit him clean in the back of the head and killed him. Is Took there, his head
1: clean off. Is there a dog shoes category on ASOS? I don't know. it probably be <laughs> only for Doberman pincers. Absolutely nothing for a regular sized <laughs> Labrador like myself. <laughs> I, I play golf with this guy, Nick. And, um, I played golf with a Doberman Pinscher. Who <laughs> wears shoes. No, I, I play golf with this guy. And, um, does he famously wear shoes? <laughs> he, he, what he, a weirdo. He was, te- no, no, nothing to do with that. He was telling me that his, his old man passed like a week ago and it, it wasn't sad because the old man had like late stage dementia and it was like, it was his time. He was yeah, ready to yeah. go. Every, at every point in the day, he'd be like, am I still alive? Yeah. All this kind of stuff. Um, so when he went, it was kind of like this big relief for everyone, big relief for the family. And one of his last <laughs> words were, this guy's brother was in the room with his dad mm. and his sister as well. And the dad leans over to the sister and he goes, I love you. But I don't love that fat frog in the corner <laughs> putting it in mm, front. Nice. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be because I was gonna
0: say that's actually because I'm such an asshole. I think if I'm dying, that'll be the this will be the way that I do it. I, you know, I'll, I'll say, come in, everyone, come in, come in. I have just one secret to tell you before I <laughs> die. <laughs> And just leave them guessing forever. And then like, I don't know, like buried in my computer is like a treasure map or something like that. It's like this is where my fortune is held. Oh, not even not even not even that.
1: No, not but just that.
0: but just to screw with them. Just just so that they spend like my grandkid it becomes like national treasure where like my grandkid is like in the Arctic, like trying to find some like buried ship. Because like his granddad was like, you know, I was just fucking with them. But, like, I want to ruin the lives of my children and grandchildren by, like, them looking by just for sending my, them by looking for them, my treasures. Goose chase yeah. And shit. Yeah. Did you, did you or see it's like, that? I need to, ad- I need to admit, I'm the one that killed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should probably call it. We will catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>